Here we go again. Welcome to the show. Coming up today, we've got some new music from Scandinavia, from America. But coming up first, this. Hello, hello everyone. Good to see you, even though I can't see you. And to be honest, I haven't seen anyone in the flesh in some time. My name is James Palm and I am easily distracted, as you can tell as I attempt to intro the show. Welcome to These Are Suggestions, Mum, your weekly fix of new music as recommended by me, some music nerd who thinks he knows better than everyone else. Hope you have been having... A fun lockdown, I was going to say. It's a bit hard to have, really. It's uh, not really possible. Hope you've been having a sane lockdown so far. I don't know where you're listening, but as far as where I am, things are starting to wind up. I'm I'm allowed to to see people, it seems now. So, got to see my mum on the weekend. That was nice. Hope you too have been uh, finding things to do with your time. I decided to start a podcast. Hopefully, you've just been baking, you know, something that is a bit easier to do. So here on the show, we just go through new music that's come out and whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether I like it, whether you might like it, quiet week in more ways than one. I've only got six new albums to review this week down on my average and they are mostly pretty subdued kind of experiences, you know, no no real big blast in the face, so to speak. But I do have an incredibly negative review to come in this show. So you've got that to look forward to, folks. As was the case last week, I do want to get some things out of the way at the top. We were mourning Tony Allen on the last episode, and since then, the rule of three has proven to be true yet again. We lost two other giants of the music world during the week. Firstly, we lost Florian Schneider of German band Kraftwerk, just one of the most important bands in the evolution of electronic music and modern music in general. Kudos to him, he's riding the Autobahn in the sky now. And then after that, maybe a day or two, we lost the true king of rock and roll, Little Richard. He was 88, which is an incredibly solid innings there. Little Richard's songs, like, still slap. They're great. You just don't get as much fun from rock and roll these days, you know? It's like, it's so sanitized. R.I.P. to Little Richard and Florian Schneider. Big respect to both of their legacies. But now for future legacies, let's get to the new music from this week. Now, for those who are new to the pod, I am just going through these albums in the order I listen to. There's no ranking system here. There is a scoring system, though. I will be judging albums out of seven based on how many members of TISM would be attending a party thrown by the band. If you can get four or more tisms to the party, you've done well. The album is good. Any less than that, not so good. Hopefully that makes sense. If not, too bad. I'm rolling with it. Let's get into it. Our first is titled Warnings, and it's from Swedish group I Break Horses. This is the band's third album, and their first since 2014, apparent production issues leading to the delay here. 
They're led by Maria Linden, who has been writing dreamy shoegaze tunes in the vein of My Bloody Valentine since the group's inception. So if super sweet but emotional pop is your flavour, step up to the counter. This time around, there's less of the big wall of fuzzed-out guitars and more reverb-heavy synths, so the band sounds more of the 80s than any other time. There's still some fuzz walls to be found, like on the track I'll Be the Death of You and For a Moment on Opener Turn, but that's about it. The rhythms are much more prominent here. Big beats and bass dominates songs like Silence and Baby, you have travelled for miles without love in your eyes. If these titles haven't given it away, it's a very morose album. I certainly wouldn't call it an easy listen. Most songs wait until almost their end to toss out the hooks, so there's a bit of wading through thick fogs of synth. But when there are hooks, they're quite nice. The track Neon Lights has an up-tempo groove akin to flying over a futuristic city, the aforementioned Death of You rolls along a very Vangelis-type melody. Death Engine, more bleakness there, actually drags itself out of its depressive middle section to hit a lovely bright crescendo. The Prophet, as in religious, not financial, starts with crisp claps that give way to a boppy, distorted beat before the big, bassy chorus. The album then finishes with the reverb cranked way up, Morty, for the track Depression Tourist, a warped and vulnerable closer. Warnings is a very good indie pop album, but I think it goes too long for something this dreamy. It did take me two listens to get through it, and so for that alone, there are four tisms at this party. And now, something similar yet different. Another long album... Another collection of misery-filled songs, also surprising in their reliance on electronic effects. Except this one's from the United States, and is written by a man. It's the latest release from former Screaming Trees frontman Mark Lanigan, titled Straight Songs of Sorrow. More sadness, great. Lanigan has just released a memoir to coincide with this album, which has led to a very entertaining Twitter beef with Liam Gallagher, that said, I don't think it's difficult to piss off Liam Gallagher, but it's been enjoyable. Now, Lanigan is known for his deep growl, but he's far less gravelly for this new material. On quite a few songs here, he sings, holding high notes and trying out a falsetto. It doesn't feel like a misstep either, as it works nicely alongside the other experimentation here, which are weirdo electro beats like internal hourglass discussion, or the crisp urban groove of Bleed All Over, that latter one very reminiscent of some late-era Bowie. Lanigan's biggest vocal inspiration over the years, though, has been Lou Reed, and Mark still croons like him on the surprisingly jaunty Apples from a Tree and the hymnal Skeleton Key. He directly addresses his sketchy past throughout the album. On the track Ketamine, he moans about needing drugs to feel alright, but the song's dirgy melody doesn't back up that claim. Church Bell's Ghosts is Lanigan laid bare, lost between cities and praying for divine inspiration. 
Daylight in the Nocturnal House carries over that religious vibe with a choral choir and the repeated phrase of gonna send you to heaven. It seems the you he's referring to here is actually his drug habit. Things get a little churchy again on album closer Eden Lost and Found, no surprise with that title, as Lanigan sounds like a preacher claiming daylight is coming, daylight's calling me. Similarly to I Break Horses, this album is an hour long and probably could have shaved a few minutes. Still enjoyable if you like your music fairly raw. This party has four tisms. Okay, we're moving to hip-hop now. Surely we can pull ourselves out of this melancholy hole with some upbeat club tunes, yeah? We're off to Toronto, Canada, and the third full length from Punjabi rapper Nav. Now, this was the most hyped hip-hop release this week. Nav is, after all, signed to the Weekend's XO label, and he's had some big singles in the States. I think this was so hyped, though, because there was nothing else really major dropping this week. I hadn't really listened to Nav before, but I'd heard his name a lot. I am now doing my best to remove any evidence from my Spotify account that I ever listened to this album, ironically and unfortunately titled Good Intentions. I have one word for this. Well, actually, I have several words, but I'm going to put this one word up front. And it's the worst description to have if you're a hip-hop artist, in my opinion. The word is... Uninteresting! I was bored shitless during this album. Nav has such a pedestrian flow. Like, when white people with no rap skills try to rap, they go to the old... Oh, my name's so-and-so, and I'm here to say I'm the coolest guy in the USA. Like, you know, basic rhyming structure like that, you know? That's what Nav sounds like to me. Not quite that lame, but the same deliberate rhyming all the time, and the same flow from verse to chorus. Like, I needed to follow along to the lyrics to know when the choruses actually were. Everything sounds the same. The only difference is really just more or less auto-tune. Nav is a capable rapper you know he's not completely hopeless but i don't want capable i want impressive there's a million rappers in the world and somehow this guy is making money it baffles me some of the beats here are nice i definitely bopped along to brown boy and saint laurent but every time i started enjoying a song nav would just rap something stupid and i'd be skipping to the next track on Overdose, he sings about popping Xanax in the chorus and then brags about smoking a pound of weed in a week on the verse. Like, I think I can pinpoint where your sadness is coming from, mate. This was, ugh, this was a very close call. This party has managed to avoid total disaster, but there are only two tisms at this party. Avoid this album. Right, so after that calamity, I thought I needed to get away from major labels. I wanted to hear another hip-hop album this week, but I wanted something different. So I checked out some underground releases from the week just gone, and I certainly found some interesting sounds. Not all of them great, but one artist I was immediately drawn to was Lord Narf, a rapper out of Atlanta. She is part of the Awful Records Collective, who are in their own words a bunch of weirdos who like to party and make art. I can get behind that. 
Narf has attitude dripping from her pores, and it's on full display for this semi-self-titled third album, Narf, all caps. She opens the album with the line, Back on my bullshit again. On yesterday, she brags, I got that weave, weave, weave in my head, head, head. I got that big booty bitch because I eat my bread, bread. She tends to float between gritty snarling and soulful singing, depending on the mood of the track. All the backing beats here are thick, bouncy dub that often get a little death grips adjacent, most notably on the song Out Your Dome. That one has throbbing bass and panicked vocals with some trippy playground effects to further unsettle you. Mosh Pit and Bank Account both bop along to some creepy watery synth, while Oh Yeah has some unnerving flourishes that conjure up the image of being followed home late at night. We do get a couple of more regular upbeat R&B vibes on Do No Wrong and Twerkin' Into Corner, where Narf proves that she can flow, not just growl. A lot of this album, speaking of growling, is anger directed towards men. On the track Na 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 Boo Boo, she berates the guys that try to pick her up, essentially calling them children, taunting them with that titular phrase. Peace of Me has Narf sounding like she's literally being held back from slapping some dude real good. On Message, she's exasperated and a little funny as she spits the line, Yeah, you got the text, but you still ain't get the message. This album was the perfect antidote to the indifference that I felt from the Nav album. Really interesting beats, lots of variation in the rapping and the music, without sounding like a mishmash. There are definitely four tisms at this party. There may be a fifth on the way. No, no, you know what? No, it's a slow week. Fuck it. Lord Narf gets five tisms. Check out this party. Right, big change of pace coming up now. Could not think of a bigger juxtaposition. We go from big bassy hip-hop from America's South to psychedelic-tinged pagan folk from Finland. Stay with me, folks. I swear this is good. Our next album is Kindred, the latest from Finnish-English-Irish group Hex Vessel. I personally have always been a fan of ye olde English prog rock, like your early Genesis and King Crimson, and this is along that same beaten woodland path. Hex Vessel's previous albums had flirted with heavy metal much more, as certain band members had come from purely metal outfits, especially ringleader Matt McNerney. That element is much less present here. I'd say the opening track, Billion Year Old Being, is the only one that contains any serious thrashing. Demian and Phaedra still utilize electric guitars, but for relatively calmer solo noodling. The British folk vibe dominates here. Fire of the Mind, Bog Bodies, and Joy of Sacrifice all start with some soothing acoustic plucking and poetic lyrics about celestial beings and holy gardens. Hopefully you haven't been scared off at this point. No, a lifelong fascination with Lord of the Rings is not necessary to enjoy this album. The pagan touches are overt on some songs, like the ominous but hypnotic Kindred Moon, but mostly the band still sounds modern. Phaedra, the song, is closer to Nick Cave than an actual cave. Another song, Magical and Damned, also echoes Cave, 
but more through the melancholy piano medley than by the vocals. Kindred suffers from the same issue a lot of albums are having this week. It drags a tad. And worse still, it's not actually long. 38 minutes and dragging? Not good. But I'm being a bit harsh here. I'm judging the band based on their previous material, which I really liked. And this album just wasn't as vibrant as their other stuff. So it was still enjoyable. Four Tisms have come to this party. Hopefully they brought their loots. On to our next selection, and the subdued mood of this week looks to continue based off the title of our final album. It's called Mutable Set, and it's the third from Santa Monica session muso and producer Blake Mills. Now, I say session muso as that's what Mills purports himself to be. In fact, he only released a solo album as a means to secure more session work. Well, that album was fantastic, and he's certainly found more work. He ended up producing, amongst other things, Alabama Shake's debut album, and he's been busy ever since. Now he's back, and the title to this record makes sense if you compare it to his previous solo stuff. These songs are nowhere near as excitable and celebratory. The mood here is centred around loss, longing, and anxiety. May later is about Mills's inability to socialise, looking for an excuse to crawl back into bed. Window Facing a Window is a mostly acoustic track about an empty house, reminded me a bit of the classic Bacharach ballad, A House Is Not A Home. The song Vanishing Twin is literally about a missing sibling. Far Sickness is also right there in the title. It was a little draining on my first listen, uh, but if you get in the right frame of mind, there is a lot to enjoy on this album. Opener Never Forever starts with acoustic plucking and warm synth backing, but develops into a nice subdued groove. Money is the one true god hides another low-key groove under Mills's soft croon and piano chords. There's a killer one-two in the middle. Vanishing Twin starts with some minor chord reverb synth before building into a pedal-heavy guitar solo straight out of the Crazy Horse songbook. Then My Dear One goes more acoustic but with some nice backing from the double bass and organs. The final track is a simple piano tune with the bass levels cranked right up with a short lyric that goes, Make it scroll black, gone to lay alone, taking nicknames back, I can't hang, and need I say more, opening the door. That song's called Off Grid, so it seems like Mills won't be making another album anytime soon, based off of that. This is a nice party, but you might not fully appreciate it until tomorrow. I'll give it four tisms. And that's that, folks. Very quick ep, I must say, but it wasn't a big week for releases. This week looks like there's going to be a bit more action, so next week's episode of the pod should be a good one, he says, hopefully. Thanks for lending me your ears for these 20-odd minutes, folks. Hope you managed to find some stuff that you enjoy from this week, unless it's the Nav album, in which case there's something wrong with you. Sorry to be the one to tell you. Until next time, I have been James Palm, reporting from my little recording studio next to an IGA loading dock. So uh, if you ever hear any beeps in the backgrounds of these recordings, then that's what it is. It's a delivery of some cold meats or something like that. Until next time, stay safe, take care, 
And remember, these are Suggestions Mum. <laughs>